listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, yo, J-A-Y, I flow sick. Fuck all y'all haters blow dick. I spit the game for those that throw bricks. Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, chicks. What? Sex, murder, mayhem, romance for the street. The only wife of mine is a life of crime. And since life's a bitch and many skirts and big chests, how can I not flirt with death? That's life a nigga as long as life prevent us. We gonna spend a lot, pray that Christ forgive us. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. <clears throat> and we're in the house on a Saturday. Mm. Feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, after taking a couple of days off because I was sick and still am. Uh, but I'm, I'm a muscle through it, man. Just like my hero, Serena Williams. Yes. Muscle through it to get number 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In sickness and in health, she put that foot up your ass. How yeah. does it feel? And I think they said this was the, one of the few, uh, ones that she had won like three times in a row. That like she won everything else like at least three times in a row. I just love how salty the crowd be looking. Yes. Like. She be talking. And they be just looking and staring, and they be mad. They be looking like, God damn it. I bought these tickets specifically because I didn't want to see this. Right. <clears throat> well, guess what? You had to see it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also um, was the first woman in 14 years to start off winning both of the majors. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I said this, and I will continue to say this uh people treat serena i mean because venus at first but serena's kind of surpassed her um they treat serena williams like they do lebron james it's a lot of racist it's a lot of um uh, well with her it's sexist too and i think a lot of people just don't like her winning they go anybody but you i don't give a fuck anybody but you and you know what I'm glad she make them mad. I'm glad she be dancing. I'm glad she be stunting. I'm mm-hmm. glad she be crit walking. I'm glad she be cussing you out and be like, fuck you, find me. Yeah, I did it. I keep on grunting. Keep on getting out there. Keep on showing your big, beautiful black ass, your thick thighs. Keep don't. She's unapologetically black and them people who predominantly white that watch the sport <clears throat> hate it. They just hate it. They like, oh, not this nigga right here. Anybody but her. When she gave that uh acceptance speech in French, mm. I was like, that's good. Right. And you know what else I like about her, too, is um, she finally went back to that tournament where, you know, she had such a bad experience as a, uh, coming up in the game. Mm-hmm. And she basically was like, this shit's so racist, I'm never coming back. Right. And she did that thing that, you know, LeBron James did by going back to Cleveland. Uh, and she did going back to the tournament like, the capacity to forgive and overcome adversity is amazing. The resilience mm-hmm. those people have. It, it, I'm always awed by shit like that because I'm so petty I wouldn't go back. So it's like the highest, it's almost like the highest goal you can achieve sometimes is the ability to be like, yeah, no sweat off my back. You know, I'm going to go face that fear. I'm going to go face those people, whoop that ass again right and and let them know i'm not scared of them mm-hmm. you can't run me out off of my, what i'm best at right and you know uh especially <clears throat> if you're at the best and you know that there's nobody basically at that period of time better than you you have to prove that um and i think she proves it she consistently proves it she took time off she uh modeled she got a clothing line 
and it's like everything she do continually gets criticized but yet you see other players do the exact same thing but they don't get the criticized they're not told that they can't do it and it interferes with their game and what they do and all that shit she does it all and then comes around puts on her skirt and comes mm-hmm. out there and still whip your ass and be like, okay now what you got to say about that bitch mm-hmm. and still be on the cover of all the magazines right still showed out at the espies in that red dress yes she did <clears throat> still wore a cat suit mm-hmm. and somebody hit my timeline when i was talking about um serena williams they was talking about how she uh looked like a man and i put that espn pic of her butt naked on and was like oh like this dog like this like right. this like this right here mm-hmm. because uh not to get off topic something that really 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 pisses me off as a black female is that any black athlete that there's a woman is automatically demeaned and automatically uh, is less feminine and and not a woman she's a motherfucking woman y'all she's all woman you know what it is too is like so many women black women look up to her and for some people they live to try to take black women down a notch at every opportunity they can get right and they're, they symbolically get to do that by knocking her. <clears throat> you know, not to mention, uh, a lot of those people, you know, they don't understand the stereotypes that they're playing into about uh, the masculinity of black women. You know, right. it's one of the reasons that, you know, I thought, um, you know, obviously Bell Hooks is, you know, feminist scholar and stuff, but I was like, I disagree with her going at Laverne Cox that way because a huge part of being a black woman uh in america one of the biggest hurdles is you don't get to be sexy at all you know you're a workhorse you're you know you get to be strong you get to be a lot of shit uh, but you don't really get to be a sex symbol in a lot of ways that other women especially white women get to take advantage of right very very rarely is the is there like the black female love interest in a movie very rarely are we getting the uh you know the black woman who's you know like like we don't have a lot of black women that get to play the Scarlett Johansson like Mm-mm. sex pot type of roles very often. So, Mm-mm. um, you know, so so when you knock the women who are able to achieve, you kind of knocking all black women with that shit. So <clears throat> to see people try to like, uh, you know, go both ways with her, we're like, well, she's she's too masculine you know to be a mm-hmm. to be sexy and you have a bunch of people like i don't believe that i think she's fine i do too you know so you got a bunch of people like that and then you have a lot of women that are like so what do you think about us what do you think right. about me right because i look just like she does and 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 i i think for me the the uh biggest problem that you have is that for some reason black women in our country are not considered desirable like mm-hmm. if you desire a black woman there's something wrong with you if you think that this if you think there's anything about her is beautiful there's something wrong with you and 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 it's one of these things and i said it on twitter and i would continue to say this people go out and spend thousands of dollars run up insurance and get in debt to get our lips to get our thighs to get our butts to get our breast to get our skin tone you you tan yourself and give yourself motherfucking cancer to get darker why because people want to be like us but they don't want to be like us they want the benefits of being black but they don't want to have to deal with being black because when you deal with being black you have to deal with racism you have to deal with sexism you have to deal with (coughs) civil rights you have to deal with all this other shit that they really don't want to deal with they want everything else but being black you even want our hair you want everything about us but not us you want to steer from our culture and constantly promote it like it's the cool thing to do but you don't want to give us credit for setting 
creating these trends and then you want to oppress us and 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 i think when people say that all those emotions begin to come up in my statements and i begin to clap back because i get tired especially being a black woman by constantly being told that my standard of beauty is not enough mm-hmm. that's how people do though right you know like because it doesn't affect them so it's easy to throw that out there right and, and and i think particularly for me especially when it comes for black men because i begin to look at you like what problem do you got with your mama what problem you got with your sister dog what problem you got with your nieces what problem do you got with black women because i begin to question that <coughs> from a lot of these men that come at her like that because we're not the one with the problem you are mm-hmm. yeah it's just funny because yeah so many people that uh they don't understand that the boost they get or they do understand maybe but the boost they get from pushing down black women makes them feel like they're being pushed up. You know, like a lot of black men that hold on to misogyny because it's the only thing they got, you know. Only power they feel right. like they so got. So it's like, the I world. can at least push down you and that'll make me feel better. But yeah, I love, I love the Serena went out there and kicked that ass. Mm-hmm. Sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Went out there playing a motherfucking tournament. Sick. Are you crazy? That, that's amazing. Right. And I, I love her and her sister. I love them both because they have, honestly, and, and people can say what they want to, but it's people like them too. And, and no matter how love or hate Tiger Woods, they got people into these sports, especially people of color. They wouldn't even have thought twice. They got us watching the ratings and things like that. Some people love those sports regardless. Don't get me wrong. But I know for somebody like me, I want to give a fuck about tennis. It went for them. I'm just keeping it real because I see them out there and they look like me. So it draws my interest to the sport. Right yeah um it's just it's amazing it's amazing um i actually got into it because i uh put out a link of um uh jason collins the gay nba player Mm -hmm. saying that donald sterling and tony dungy basically cut from the same cloth they are and motherfuckers got they so mad about this Mm -hmm. like it's still going on on my timeline as we speak like somebody followed me that had unfollowed me to argue with me about homophobia and why it's okay like it's amazing you know and it's a woman uh that is a black woman that covers uh sports and i'm like do you realize how much sexism affects your job right imagine if if if, if we just were like oh well you're a woman you don't deserve a chance to cover these sports well you don't deserve a press credential yeah you know i mean you're a woman what could you possibly it's too much of a distraction yeah what could you possibly women in the know? locker room right you know um you know that it's a it's, matter of fact i need to bring that up you know, women in the locker room was a distraction. Yes, it was. Did you know them guys being there? A lot of times they Beautiful. interview them negative and all mm-hmm. types of shit. And yeah. And kept y'all from covering sports. Anyway, what an idiot. Uh, that's why I'm an atheist. All right, man, let's go ahead and get into y'all's feedback. This is what y'all really came here for um the blackoutist.com itunes stitcher uh leave five star reviews or read them on the show we only got to do three episodes this week because i was sick um you can also go to the blackoutist.com and um leave comments uh vote in the polls stuff like that we'll read those email us the blackoutist at gmail.com you can leave us voicemails as long as they're three minutes or less um at 704-557-0186 i don't think we got any this week so um i'll just double check that but i think we're straight on those um 
but as always we like to start off by giving props uh to all the people that uh donated to the show so let's start with that i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment Today's a new day. That's right. It's a new day to give us y'all money. And we appreciate it, everybody. We want to thank y'all. And we want to go out to the people that did hook us up this week. Yes. Starting with Marcus in. One time donation. Thank you, Marcus. We appreciate you. You know, I was sick and shut in. You know, we being technical about it. <laughs> yes, you was. And uh, y'all cared about me enough to hook me up. So thank you very much, Marcus. Yes, we thank you for all the well wishes. People were concerned about you, especially when I said I was going to beat you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were just concerned because they wanted that podcast. But it's okay. Linwood C, recurring donator. We appreciate you, Linwood. With the old black man name. Um, you very... They don't make they don't name that no more. Yeah, he's he's the dude that in the background's always going wow. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of our in the middle of our podcast, just wow for no reason. Like, you know, sore ratchetness need to stop. Wow, wow. Oh, that thank you, brother Linwood. <laughs> That's how you know you got an agreement. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's moving a little slow today. But, uh, let me close some things. See if I can speed it up. Man, tell him. Oh wait, let me just look on my phone. Hey, y'all get an extra groove today because uh, email froze up. There you go. Let the quiet go a little longer. Mm-hmm. I done lost my notes. Um, you know we're a little rusty, a little rusty around here. Uh, Gabriel L, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Gabe. We appreciate you. Uh, okay. Cedric W. Cedric the Entertainer W. Thank you, Cedric. <laughs> yes. Appreciate you. And Gabriel, we hope you make it through another season of The Walking Dead so we keep getting that money. Uh, Alexander M. Recurring donator. Thank you very much, Alexander. Thank you, sweet. That sounds like somebody owned a funeral home service. Our girl, uh, Adrian from La Bella Beauty Care. Look us up with the recurring donation. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate you. We do. Welcome to the new members class. I don't know you've been coming for a while. Living in sin. <laughs> Jason F, recurring donator. <laughs> thank you very much, Jason. We thank you, Jason. Jay Sarge with the recurring donation. We appreciate you, Jay Sarge. We do. Uh, Terry W, recurring donator. We appreciate you. I see you, Terry. Damian Jackson, who I, I am for real. Appreciate your recurring donation. Uh, double A marketing, market consultant. Okay, this is my man, Dr. Brace. Said thanks to you two. Much love from Dr. Bracer. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Gerard L. Recurring donator. Calvin N. Recurring donator. And Tawana J. Recurring donation. Uh, who is this? Yoon Amuka. I hope I pronounced that right. Or Yoon Amuka. Yone Amuka. I hope I pronounced. I know I fucked your name up. I'm sorry. Okay. But I do appreciate you uh, giving us that recurring donation. Yes. Despite us fucking your name up. That was very nice of you. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, let's see who else we got here. And that's it. All right. So that's everybody this week. We appreciate you, even though our internet was acting stupid. All right. Let's wrap it up. Sing me out.
I'm here for a while. I smile, I smile. So much to look up when you look down. See you get up now. You look so much better when you smile. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. So Tony Dungy be playing on his way to ostracize his gay people. Um, oh Lord! Five star reviews on iTunes. We didn't get any on uh, uh, Stitcher this week. Okay. Um. So uh, let's go with the first one. Gets me through my work day. Read during the podcast, Five Stars by Rashida J. I am new to podcasts and I was searching for something to listen to while at my desk. I really enjoy listening to you guys. You are so funny. I definitely have to make sure I have my earbuds in because everyone is not ready for what you have to give. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot to give, okay? Yes, we do. And you're absolutely right. Not everybody is ready to, uh, for this jelly, okay? but um we glad that you are you know glad you support us mm-hmm. keep up the awesome job i'll be listening to you for you to read this well i'm glad i read it then all right yes i ain't want no problems with Sheeta j <laughs> no don't want none brandon is b more says the best period five stars got on this podcast recently been following rob for a minute though first heard him on the evening jones and his interaction with bo made me have to check him out <coughs> The show is so hilarious, and as soon as I do this review, I'm joining Premium. I should stop listening, though, because Karen and Rod got me saying dog all the time. LOL. <laughs> hey, it's cool, dog. Don't be, don't be shamed. <laughs> you gonna be shamed a, a little, little southern, little southern, uh, slang there, bro? Come don't on. be scared. Mm-hmm. Where you from? The West Coast? Um, y'all say dog too. Where you from? New York? Y'all stole a dog from us. Uh, the best podcast, five stars. K State Freckles says, uh, a great mix of current events, comedy, and popular show reviews. Rod and Karen have amazing chemistry as a couple and as a host of this podcast. Their conversation flows well and it feels as if you are chatting with or listening to friends. I especially like listening to them while cooking or gaming. Rod and Karen bring a fresh point of view to current events. I also appreciate the knowledge they have to share about social issues. And if I had the extra funds, I would certainly go premium. Great job, you two, and look forward to the day I can get that premium content smiley face. Well, we look forward to uh k-state freckles we do um and if you're not from the u.s let us know mm-hmm. and we'll have to go on itunes and uh find your review as well but we would love to read it on the air yeah this includes canada and or mexico because it's just united states not north america mm-hmm. um so let me um uh, get into the uh let's see no stitcher so oh let's get right into the uh comments on the website all right we got a lot of comments this week uh episode probably because people got a chance to catch up maybe <laughs> but it was all comments for this week though okay <clears throat> episode 962 yours in flay let me take a sip of this hot toddy ah, yes <laughs> the alcohol to my lungs yeah it got it got some alcohol in it all right mm-hmm, that larceny I need to get some more of that i oh, love that that was delicious ain't it? it's good as some um lemonade it's so smooth 
Mm-hmm. I see why they call it larceny. Fuck around, get stole on. <laughs> right. Cause you so chill. I like that. That shit don't burn your lungs. You can breathe afterwards. I like that. I never paid that much for alcohol before. I gotta stop messing with that, uh, that, that p- plastic bottle nonsense. That cheap shit. I know. That dude was like, this is on sale. He was like, this is ranked one of the, I think, four or five top in the world or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Had a little extra money in my pocket. I said, let me fuck with this larceny. I like the way it sounds. And uh, next thing you know, it's coating my lungs with pure alcoholic flames. Mm. <laughs> uh, so we had episode 962, Yours in Flay. Miss Crystal writes in, oops, my bad, y'all. That's probably why I got so annoyed, thought the Duke professor was Asian-American. I was having psychology today, ugly black women flashbacks. <laughs> but, since, <laughs> but since it's some old white racist dude, I'm no longer surprised. I hope he drowns in his own drool, but that's about it. Oh, and a PSA to the rest of the Christians listening to the podcast. First, I thought the last of the Christians were Nick, Reg, and I. But just in case there are some more baby Christians, this isn't the podcast for you, so stop listening to this podcast and just listen to Joyce Myers or your Stitcher and volunteer. Y'all not ready. <laughs> Everybody else, if you see the fool who left them emails for Rod, kick him in the shins and make sure his password for the cool Christian phone conference gets canceled. Now, Rod <laughs> and maybe Karen won't be joining us at the big cookout in the sky for the real for real now, sad face. And their Christian, <laughs> the Christian bounty increases to a bazillion. Uh, meanwhile, meaning only black Jesus reenacting the vision versus Ultron battle uh will change his mind about anything side miss crystal <laughs> don't blame me it's y'all i i'm i'm it's y'all that scared me off i'm sorry uh a lot of y'all cool but i'm, I'm arguing with a lady right now as we speak about this bullshit she's 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 mad about michael sam but she talking about she eats shrimp wear pants and i can't tell her to be silent man you better shut up woman <laughs> you don't believe in all of it and get and, and, and get know your place do you still believe Bill Cosby is innocent as the poll for this week? Oh, Lord. Sadly, I have to report. Because one person said, when they wrote in us, like, you know, it wasn't until that last interview that I stopped believing Bill Cosby was innocent. And I was <laughs> like, last- damn. Ooh, you held on to the end. You let all, you was like, I'm going to go bald before I let, before I cut all my hair off. <laughs> um, so sadly, I have to report, we did not get 100% for this. Right. I'm disgusted. Four percent of y'all still think this nigga innocent. In what world? Right. Here's the comments. They keep thinking he's the TV dad. Yeah, four percent say yes, he's innocent. Ninety-six percent say no. Now I do appreciate this, and I will use this poll next time people say black people. I don't think he's innocent. I'm be like, nope, Mm-mm. not my black people Mm-mm. and he's my a, white people. It's a small percentage. And my other people that listen. And Shirley Wong. Uh, here the comments. Sterling says, "Who the hell said yes?" Yeah, right sterling right sugar babe said he's as innocent as believing that bill o'reilly doesn't refer to black folks as niggers as soon as he's uh his certain as soon as he's certain the mics are off at, at fax news oh lord um we also had episode um let me see which one was the next one jen no no it wasn't that one it was oh 963 twilight versus divergent Right with the Shadow Dog, we with had the a Shadow Dog production. Wonderful time with them. Underground Sound Studios recorded mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, it was fun, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Dexter, John, Jake, Jenna, and Thatcher on. Mm-hmm. We talked about movies a lot. Uh, they had the, one of the best nerd discussions ever uh, on the show, in my opinion. Two little white girls discussing twilight versus divergent and plot holes and shit like that oh they were serious i could have listened to that for an hour but i knew we had to get everybody involved but i was just glad they was talking about it me 
you do <clears throat> tanya tanya writes in when when you were discussing my your favorite bad movies that you love i was contemplating the question and then i it came to me yes the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension from Ooh. 1984 wow never i don't think I've, that. Ever, I've heard that and i've heard it used in the punchline and jokes and i don't think i've ever seen that okay we might have to well, see I'll, that i'll to, make sure to see it to get the punchline and the joke next time it's used in if you've never seen it you must watch a cheesy yet brilliant sci-fi film that features so many stars that were just starting out back with back then including peter weller jeff goldblum ellen barkin and john lifgow and christopher lloyd damn and Clancy Brown for the original Highlander movie fans. Damn. Wow. Woo. Wow. It was like a nerd orgasm. Dang. Now I, I need to go watch. I think I need to go watch it again. Oh, and re- regarding my last comment, Black Electroids for the win. All right. Now I need to go watch mm-hmm. it to get the joke. Ratty Gasson says, here's my recommendation for a good, bad movie, Holiday Impossible White Man flick. The Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis. Oh, with Sam yes, Jackson? Yes, that's my shit. <clears throat> oh, nigga. Come I on. love that movie. And that, now, to me, that's also a Christmas movie. Like, every mm-hmm. Christmas, if, if I can, I watch that. I love that movie. Yeah, he said that, too. Christmas slash Holiday Impossible White Man flick. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Born Identity with Stuart Little's mom and Samuel Jackson's character's name is so racist, Mitch Hennessy. <laughs> and he was racist, too uh but yeah that's my that's my that's my movie i fucks with that come on uh the poll for that episode was have you gone to the movies this year and there were no comments just just you know the poll uh yes 50 uh wait 72.3 percent of y'all say y'all have gone to the movies 27 percent of y'all still haven't gone to the movies this year which uh you know i guess hollywood's feeling the effects of that because um they have been having low box office numbers right and i think now uh, like they say it's almost like it's sad but it's almost like depends on how the movie is promoted you almost have to be a a sequel or you know a three or four you know for people go oh i know that's gonna be good and most people go like eh, i don't know i don't waste my money i'll wait till it comes on netflix and then now you have um a lot of do uh, things doing same day as they come on DVDs and stuff too, which also may be affecting movies and things. Go- is it? Am I okay? Let me know if I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. Do movies go to DVD quicker now? Because the know. movie used to come out, and I declare it used to be about a year before it would hit DVD. Now a movie a movie can come <coughs> out in December, and by March it's like a DVD next Tuesday. Like within two or three months, a lot of uh, less than six months, some movies I see automatically go to DVD. Hmm. So I, I feel like I, it must have always been like this for certain things. Now, I don't think VHS has been like this because VHS took a longer time to physically manufacture. Right. But um, I feel like there's always been movies that went to DVD faster than others. But um, but some of the I will say it feels like um, it does feel like that's definitely a part of the plan now because mm-hmm. mo- some movies get a, di- a second life on disc that right. they didn't have in the fil- theaters. Right now, since they end up making their <clears throat> money back, ended up doing the second and the third and all that stuff. Probably not even based off of the initial box office, but they just based off of the DVD sales. And with so many sequels now, you almost feel like they would have to yeah. start getting stuff to Blu-ray faster because it's like you're greenlighting three films. Mm-hmm. 
the first one comes out it's like yeah let's get this shit to the you know blu-ray as fast as possible because people like watching stuff at home a lot now and you need to do it so that you can beat the bootleggers which i mean you're never really gonna beat the bootleggers Mm -hmm. but you want to make it more simple right because like that spongebob movie that spongebob movie came out about threefold months ago max maybe five and it just came (coughs) out on dvd so that's why i was like damn that turnaround was quick uh episode 964 the lemming offensive uh we got some comments megan good i hate him from anonymous uh yeah that was megan good that said that i can't remember who uh justin said it was but that was not who it was a reynolds writes hi rod and karen i don't usually leave comments but i can't help myself with this one i don't have anyone else to theorize with when it comes to game of thrones one i'm not sure if y'all realize but i think it was season two or three when we found out the babies are taken in by white walkers um yeah i do remember they used them to create more white walkers yeah i said that during the episode justin i think justin was the one who said that he didn't know what they used them for but right yeah that yeah. i was like i'm pretty sure they use or we theorized they, they used did. the babies yeah because they did. to become the sentient white walkers and they, then the regular people that die they probably turn into the zombie white walkers true because i think didn't he they steal one from the cassius creek place trucked it back over there yeah. and like scratched it over did top that of whole, head. Yeah. yeah if you notice the end of that episode when they showed the mouse around the baby his eyes opened and they were blue like the white walkers so they could turn the dead into an army but the babies increased the actual white walker numbers they can't turn the dead into white walkers uh well i mean in in the fit in the in the actual tv universe we don't know that they can't but i'm just gonna say you know without anyone reading the books and writing us because i hate when people do that shit um if you do know definitively just keep it to yourself but yeah i i would guess that's the deal is that dead people just turn to zombies Mm -hmm. the you know who retain the ability to fight but they're like ravenous thoughtless beast you know right two i was so excited when Jon snow finally realized that his sword could kill white walkers if you remember the lannisters melted his father's sword because it was made of valerian steel which is forged by dragonfire yeah i know they made it in two swords uh valeria is where the dragons are from all of the stark men were given swords made of valerian steel and the night's watch has been sending notices to the iron throne for more valerian steel what when have they been doing that on the show i don't remember that Mm-mm. but cersei's dumbass kept saying they didn't need it oh maybe they did during season two or something anyway. okay yeah that's it's, possible because yeah they may have been requesting it so i, I just don't remember because it didn't seem like a huge plot point at the time it, but and it probably wasn't one of those yeah. things where she got a little was like no nah, i ain't doing that shit kept it pushing if dragon glass can kill white walkers it makes sense that valerian still can as well i don't know that it makes sense that it can but whatever it can you know that's all that matters yeah i don't know it doesn't seem like they made it the same material it makes me wonder what will happen when daenerys finally crosses the ocean and brings her dragons to the iron throne will their dragon fire defeat the white walkers um i don't know will they even meet because uh, she's going to king's landing which is the southern uh kind of point of this will the white walkers even go that far that's true mm-hmm my aunt is trying to ruin it for me because she read the books and there's some prophecy about brand however we have already seen the tv show get straight from the books so they may use the dragons i hope so yeah if i don't want your aunt's secondhand book knowledge to leak into the podcast so please don't give us any more of those uh side note if i were sansa i would have killed ramsey and said reek did it they will have to believe her over him 
i don't know if they will or not you know uh i I don't know that uh reek is pretty much broken and Mm -hmm. i don't know that they would think that reek had the capability of doing some shit like that that being said um they might protect her just because of her station like we need her name but i don't think Bruce bowden's the kind of dude you want to cross like that Mm-mm. by killing his son he's probably just as cool as as ramsey on some levels maybe Any- even worse but we just don't know yeah anyway you have probably already figured this out but i just like to talk about game of thrones all right uh anonymous says whoa 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 what is this dip thrones is out already and justin is in this one i haven't heard it yet my fiance won't let me because she wants me to wait until she's free for two freaking days but i'm just so happy you guys put this out already and then i heard rod was sick and still came through like jordan in 97 oh i'm gonna <laughs> donate for this might as well use her credit card too since she's making me wait <laughs> keep doing good things y'all yo he did too thank you I, like right after i got this i saw that it was like a lady's name had donated some money and i was like yo this nigga really used her i hope she don't want her money back man <laughs> that money is spent thank you it's yeah oh man capadonna says great show is all- Rogers cold medicine thank you number one great show is always team number two rod i hope you're feeling better and got some rest number three can we officially say ramsey the hollywood cola winterfell Four, I'm predicting that next season it's all about Jon Snow uniting the Seven Kingdoms against the Walkers, except nobody listening to some break baby who was sent to the wall until multiple <laughs> kingdoms fall to the whites. I agree. Then it will be down to Jon, Danny, and Tyrion versus an army of zombies and ice demons. Well, that was just a thought anyway. That's it. Keep it pushing. Capital. I could see that happening. I don't know what'll happen. Hopefully, Me either. That's I'll, hopefully thing. next season we get to see Bran that's my nigga and we ain't seen him all season season. and i feel like whenever he does show up he gonna be like gandalf so (laughs) the great yes he is some shit gonna be happening he's gonna show up and it's gonna change everything Mm -hmm. they probably doing all kinds of magical shit in that tree that's how they should end this season that nigga showing up with a long ass beard and yes a staff riding a giant eagle or some shit a staff floating in all white right thou shall not pass and be like what the fuck is that brand (laughs) right Anonymous, well, I see 110 years old. Anonymous says the gambler's odds are paid based on the route the captain slash merchant chooses and how dangerous the route is. If the captain makes it, his bet probably pays little odds. If the captain doesn't make it, well, that's the payoff and the odds are probably 100 to 1, maybe even 500 to 1, some out, out, outrageous amount. Oh, you're talking about that uh, dude that uh, Arya saw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to be that. Otherwise, why would the gambler turn down free money? <coughs> he looked at the paper and saw how dangerous the odds were. It was like, hell nah. You're not even going to live through this. You're going to hard home for pizza delivery. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because then that's why the guy was like, uh, you basically going to leave my family to be poor or some shit, maybe. But nah, because then... Because he made it back, right? No, no. That that was a dude who was... He was gambling on himself. Okay. The guy who he drug away. But my thing is, Zartan was like, the dude doesn't pay out. So even if you do win, he it won't pay matter. your family. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know he's, what... He's like a bad insurance company. But like, I take your rates, but I ain't paying your, um, fit your uh, fare if you got to cash it out. Yeah, I still don't get the whole point of that, really. I, I think it was just insurance. I don't think it was just like... I mean, I don't think it was pure gambling. I think it was pretty much insurance. Like, if I don't make it, take my money. I mean, if I do make it, just take my money. 
um and whatever money you give them is probably not as much as you would be making from just dangerous voyage right right and then the zartan dude basically was saying he takes people's money and and then he doesn't even pay his their families mm-hmm. at least that's what he was saying now, i don't right. know if that's what was going on no. with that particular guy it doesn't seem like it but you know maybe maybe other people have not made it back and he just kept the money right EVE EVE says the White Walker King has some of the best come at me bro pose ever. Jon Snow couldn't do anything but say, oh shit. And because I really like Jon Snow, I had a feeling he's not going to survive this season. I think Ollie might poison his wine because that little boy is not ready to forgive Jon for asking the Wildlands to come inside Castle Black. However, it may or may not happen. I'm preparing myself for the worst. Sad face. Right. I do the same thing, EVE. Marcus says, continue from prematurely posted poll comment. Okay, so let's go to the poll first then. Uh, who is worse, Ramsey or Joffrey? 86% of people say Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Let me send this to Bob on Hot Fire Starter. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so he can see the official one. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, 86% say Ramsey, 14 say Joffrey. Here's the comments. Prince Laurent ball toucher says i think that joffrey got kind of a bad rap people only tend to focus on the killing and the torture people never bring up the fact that he reduced dwarf unemployment by five thousand percent and look look what happened to the dwarves after he died <clears throat> but in all seriousness what did joffrey really do other than troll people he killed small animals and that one prostitute ross and let's not forget that joffrey was not that smart ramsey has done away <clears throat> has done way more than joffrey did and did not heed the hound besides beside him did not need the hound beside him for protection ramsey always puts in his own work and ramsey's killings are way more unexpected people knew when they were in joffrey's sight you could be kicking with ramsey one moment and getting hunted by dogs next and joffrey had to be keen to do all that ramsey did this mostly as a bastard mm-hmm. Moppick says you do realize joffrey always had adults keeping him in check jamie cersei Tyrion, and tywin who he was afraid of he never he knew better than to get on tyron's bad side joffrey uh enjoyed beating up the helpless and he knew his king's guards the gold cloaks tyron's men the hound were always there to bail him out of trouble now if joffrey was alive at this point in game of thrones with no adults other than crazy cersei he would be a total monster whereas ramsey was alone until he had no choice but to get with his father who only took him in because he had no heirs alive Ramsey is one of the crazies who likes to get his hands dirty and be in the middle of the mix. Again, his constant complaining about getting bored. Uh, imagine if that scene had Ramsey who got shit thrown at him. Oh hell, if he would have did a Ron test and went into the stands and choked and clocked clocked him a couple people. ATB. Black Gate to his palace says Joffrey was a petulant childish coward who did not have any of the people manipulating skills that his family was famous for. You can see him about to do something nasty and cruel from a mile away. On the other hand, Ramsey is cunning, strategic, and willing to do his own dirty work. Even his cruelty has a purpose, as twisted as it is, and when Ramsey is ready to fight, he's a naked man in the street holding a sword that no one wants to run up on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Skyjammer, Skyjammer says, so listening to this podcast today, I drifted into a very disturbing and weird fantasy. So Rod was a little under the weather, and you could tell from his first words, slightly congested, and a little higher pitch was in his voice. Sounded kind of like the sun on Cleveland show. That's right, Dad. 
now the guest <clears throat> the guest for the day show was by never heard this dude before no disrespect he kind of sounded like the dad from cleveland show <laughs> 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 what up young uh so for the whole podcast i kept drifting off imagining that the son and dad of cleveland show was doing a game of thrones review ah it was magical so i am sorry you were sick but that was too funny to me peace and my point lol thanks Scott jammer <laughs> cabadonna says joffrey was a dumb rich kid who did what he wanted because <clears throat> hell well he was young dumb and rich other than hookers he got other people to do his torture for him also as rob pointed out joffrey is being pimp smacked by Tyrion and ran like a little girl with a skinned knee when stannis attacked king's landing ramsey on the other hand appears to have been a complete psycho from the day he was born his father officially adopted right people talk about well you know joffrey killed animals uh ramsey killed people he fucked a girl and then went and hunted her down and killed her and that was the third person that he had done that with <laughs> he let his girlfriend do it too what's wrong with y'all his father officially adopted just to quell his crazy not that it worked ramsey doesn't need other people to fight for him he'll take you on himself naked with a pair of knives he probably pulled out his kitchen drawer also i really can't see joffrey torturing some dude in his bedroom for several weeks let alone castrating him with his bare hands and even joffrey didn't have the balls to rape sansa let alone rape repeatedly yeah he threatened it but ramsey went through with it Mm-hmm. joffrey is the george w bush of westeros he talked big but everyone knew his vp his uncle his auntie mama and finally grandpa lannister ran the show ramsey bolton is the trillest break baby in the seven kingdoms best believe he's about that life marcus says ramsey is so much worse and there's no insult to the awfulness that is joffrey admittedly joffrey got struck down before he reached his prime but Arya disarmed that dude and could have killed him way before she even met they ever met oh okay way before okay so now let's get to this comment because i think that's the same person yeah marcus so he had to continue uh joffrey got taken out to aria way before she ever met Sirio pharrell he's not on ramsey's level uh as for the show i genuinely feel bad for the principled folk who stuck through four and a half seasons of the show and decided sansa scene was their line causing them to miss out on this episode that's not even meant to be sarcastic okay maybe a little bit but still chances are they watched it i don't, I feel like a lot of those people talk that shit and then they seen all the reviews because you can't escape how how people talk about this show mm-hmm. and they was like um i'm gonna watch it and just not tweet about it or talk about it mm-hmm. or they tweeted about it act like they never said a motherfucking thing which right. is what most people did it's the internet that's what it is now mm-hmm. this episode was the reason everyone watches it was greatness and i can't wait to see where it goes from here that's it that's all love the show peace all right so that was it for those we had no voicemail so let's go check the emails and give it a second to get over there and then we'll uh wrap it up man um and like i said thanks to everybody that sent in feedback Mm -hmm. um obviously gonna be a shorter show because we didn't have as many shows this week let's see man with the iron fist 2 this is from orlando green hey there rod and karen i was listening to the episode with the crew from shadow dog Productions, and you said right in if you've seen it well i have I actually watched it a couple weeks ago i was up one night and looking at my twitter stream and i believe it was you and someone else going back and forth about kung fu movies and i got the itch so i flipped on netflix and it was a way to me nigga you should have watched marco polo you waste your time overall the movie was just what you would expect from rizza probably not worth your time but it was called back to the old kung fu movies i watched growing up yeah except one nigga never done martial arts in his motherfucking life 
the rizzo looks so stupid yeah, talking like he got mumbles in his mouth right this is cool right. like get the fuck out of here take care and i can't wait for them thongs will jay duggar be around well you already know the answer you just had to wait uh terrence haver wait terrence h sorry hashtag them thrones terrence first off just want to say love game of Thrones recaps you guys do this episode was the best of the season so far um oh wait should i just you should i just read this next week when we do them thrones you can't completely up to you yeah if you want to yeah we'll see well i guess okay it's in response to last week's episode so i'll go ahead and read it now because <laughs> these questions will be like two weeks old by the time we get to them all right so this episode was the best of the season so far i love and watching cersei the way cersei is getting treated should have known her evil ways would come back to bite her she's too proud to even take the water she'd rather drink it off the floor even when she's locked up she's still the queen of petty do you think she'll get out of this man mm-hmm. i'm gonna be real with y'all on some shit okay i think she gonna die i don't here's the thing i don't think she'll get out of it but i want her to not because i don't hate her but i can't imagine what the show gonna be like without her yeah she's i need her to hate i need somebody that's reliably petty and spiteful in every fucking stupid way possible and she is she and needs she's, all the criteria yeah like she's like she'll and, find a way to get out yeah and she's um head uh what's her name headley has played that role so well yes she has like i just don't want her to i don't want there to ever be a show without cersei and i can't imagine anyone doing the job she's done on that show so it's what i'm conflicted where i'm like yes as a character i want her to die because obviously it's you know it's to the point where like they've kind of exhausted everything they can do with her and if they keep it going she's just gonna end up being like papa pope on scandal (laughs) it's like well so she just knows everything like it's impossible to be her but at the same time i just she's does such an amazing job with that character so uh i don't think she'll get out of it but that's mostly because you know uh normally when the show puts you in a confining situation like this you don't get out of it the fight scene with the white walkers was amazing i was expecting everyone to die except john and tormund and they'd be left there like so what the hell we do now uh was pleasantly surprised that the wildness put up a good fight this season i've been with you rod and john uh, john rod on the john is way too honorable and gonna die soon i thought tonight was the night but then i remember he died if he dies ain't no way sir alistair letting the wildlands in the gate so john had to live shit he might not with him yeah shit he mm. might look down there like Mm-mm, i don't think so y'all he might open that door like i ain't ordered this pizza <laughs> right send it back to where it came from um and then and when he grabbed the sword <clears throat> that sword i said to myself i bet valerian still kills these motherfuckers and thank god it does i remember someone saying that they can't make any more though because it's still is forged with dragon fire so we'll see where that story goes next week <clears throat> cool yeah Shit, somebody gets a hold of uh daenerys dragon they <clears throat> might <laughs> my question is this is dragon fire actual dragon fire or is it that shit that Tyrion had in season two when they fought um stannis's man he had something called dragon fire too right or am i tripping mm-hmm. i feel like that was the same anyway um uh, maybe i can google it real quick but i feel like dragon fire um 
um was also a um a substance um somebody said it was wildfire is that what it's called wildfire what Tyrion had okay okay so maybe that's what it is all right so yeah they need actual dragons to blow on it to blow on it the fuck man how the fuck do you make that shit nigga the dragon's bad as shit they don't want to do nothing nobody say mm-hmm. hey drug on can you blow on this ah 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 you ah, eat my arm what do you what do you do fuck with him and then as soon as they blow throw, throw it up in the air going god i hope he don't bite me right um i don't know maybe Tyrion will come up with a way for them to make it uh <laughs> no Tyrion, yeah where are these dragons i heard so much about and they eat his little ass like a chicken nugget <laughs> like a snack wrap <laughs> uh so let's see um could we be about to see john and daenerys meet Oh, to make the Valerian steel? I don't know. Oh, and my, uh, oh, and my bars of the night go to the character who didn't say shit the whole episode. King White Walker raised his arms and looked like John, like the fuck you gonna do now, nigga? Either that or the giant looking at old boy and asking him the fuck you looking at? Yeah, one one. Shit had me about to fall out my chair. Thanks for doing these recaps. Love listening to it because y'all catch everything I miss. Y'all be safe out there, peace um we got another one zahir writes in smaking love the show guys i'm about two months behind on episodes but y'all were talking about the beef bacon kickstarter in the last episode i listened to and karen was wondering where y'all could find some if you go to the local halal meat market they should have some as you know we muslims can't eat pork but converts love bacon so our meat markets have beef and turkey bacon I personally don't like the beef bacon because it has a lot of fat, but a bunch of my brothers swear by it. It's typically about six or seven bucks a package. Midam, wait, Midamar Halal is a popular brand. You don't have to mess up the flow of the show by reading this email from an old episode. Just wanted to shoot y'all some info. Peace and love. Well, we did read it. And in two months, you'll be surprised when you catch up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, buddy. Hope everything's going well out there. We call it, right now we're in the future. Let me tell you something, bro. Kyrie Irving gets hurt. <laughs> All right. It's sad. Um, feedback. BK writes in, it's been a minute since I sent in feedback. Just wanted to say keep up the good work. I've been falling behind over the past few weeks, but I try to catch the feedback show as a way to keep up with some of the topics y'all discussed during the week. I need to hit y'all off with some updated five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. It will, it will count towards the rankings. Uh, yeah, they do count towards the rankings. I wrote a couple last year when i found out about the show but if it helps the rankings i'll go ahead and do some new ones i'm down to seeing i'm down for seeing black owned businesses succeed and since i'm not in a financially financially in a position to go premium right now i try to help by spreading the word i'm grateful for the content and found a few new podcasts through your show a legendary rapper from my bro- borough once said spread love is the brooklyn way well y'all spread love it's the black way thank you for what you do oh thank you Thank you, sweetie. P.S. I know you have a spinoff covering games and comics. I wanted to mention a couple guys that might be good guests for gaming-related stuff on the Nerd Off. First person is Cicero Holmes at Stubby Stan. He was a guest on the Press Row podcast, sports game podcast, a few weeks back. I just found out he has his own podcast and blog, Spawn on Me, and the SpawnPointBlogspot.com. I've listened to Spawn on I've heard on, on that. Yes, I have. I've heard that, I think too. I listened to... Um, our boy was on there sharif sharif jackson was on there mm-hmm. yeah i listen to his episode i listen to way more podcasts that y'all think we do yeah y'all, yeah y'all got y'all have no fucking idea uh i 
like it's oh, there's still a lot of stuff i haven't heard because it's just that many out there but right yeah i've heard a lot mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah I'll, I'll reach out to them man another sports gaming person that you might be interested in is nino samuel at the da underscore czar uh he has up sim nation and works for take two interactive 2k games helping to develop offensive playbooks for the nb2k series nba 2k series he was also a guest on press row podcast pretty interesting story is how he ended up working for 2k games he used to post tutorial vids and was a poster on operation sports message board strong knowledge of b-ball as a former player and trainer i don't know if there are if they are people that would be interested you would be interested in having on but figured I'd share since you are all about collaborating, spreading love. Either way, I fuck with y'all. Uh, we'll see, man. You know, honestly, like, cause typically we just talk about nerd shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just video games, but if they on some nerdy shit, they can fit right in, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I do, and I am actively trying to reach out to more people with our show and with our premium stuff because, um, you know, there's a lot of people whose voices out there need to be heard and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sterling writes in, Hey, Rod and Karen. Hope all is well and you're feeling better, Rod. I'm doing all right. Just wanted to say great show as usual. Had to drive back from D.C. last night at 11 p.m. and just doing episode 961. And, and you guys rode with us home the whole time. That two-hour show was much appreciated. Also, thank you for being the fairy god niggas of podcasting. Uh, movie trailer reviews, Where My 40 Acres, Three Fifths Pie, and I hosted a panel last week. And the whole time before, during the act, I kept seeing people I met because of the Blackout Test Nation. Aww. From the Nerd Apocalypse crew to the number one fan of the show, Shirley, the only thing that was missing was you guys, cause y'all really the epicenter of the bl- this black podcast and shit. Thanks for bringing so many different folks together cause you guys make an amazing show. The official New York Giants fan of the show, Sterling. Hey man thank y'all and we saw all the pictures and tweets we was out of town as well yes um those weekends but uh or that that weekend mm-hmm. we went out of town for a couple weekends in a row but um yeah man it was so dope and i was like man i wish we could be there right. maybe we will be next the time because yeah. uh, uh it, y'all were having too much fun without us man right i was looking at the pictures like oh and and uh it would be so uh cool i think uh we our aim is to to do that uh next year and take pictures and photos and just share it all with you guys I, that's something definitely i'll be looking forward to and the last email we got of the week i missed y'all by sugar babe and that's it oh <laughs> just straight to the point we missed y'all as well we did i cannot believe i talked this long without having a dying coffee fit. fit right <laughs> yeah right so uh thank y'all so much we appreciate y'all um and uh we'll be back next week uh i mean sunday and we got some guests lined up i don't like i was sick so i hope everybody's still coming but i know for sure we got ray sonny reviewing them thrones monday um and then we also have jl covan wednesday after he releases his new sketch 12 years of bringer coming on so i'm very excited for those two shows and then there's another couple possible people that I think will be on, but I don't know for sure until I get an email back from them. Okay. But either way, like, just blessed, glad we got, glad to be back. And uh, thanks to everybody that reached out and uh, told me to get better and stuff. Um, you know, I'm a weird person, so when i was reading like get well soon i was like nigga don't tell me what to do <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> right because he just straight like that yeah sorry guys but i do appreciate y'all caring man it's dope yeah uh, they love you we'll be back uh tomorrow until then love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.